Hi, this is Rina and welcome to my podcast. You are listening to the MoneyWise Audio Experience. In this series, you'll be listening to some conversations I had with Monesi Musalia, who is a serial entrepreneur, a TV show host, YouTuber, husband, and father. Listen as we talk through his life experiences that are inspiring and very, very interesting. Hey there, everyone. I want to do a kajig. I am so excited because the show is going to be hot and fun. I am so thrilled to have this gentleman on All Access. So first of all, let me even start from the beginning. Welcome to All Access. This is Rena Hicks. And today I'm interviewing someone who I honestly don't even know how to introduce because he is a, an entrepreneur. He is an etiquette and all these wonderful things that... Uh, you will find out shortly so please do not go anywhere first start by subscribing and then join us on this conversation that i'm going to be having with Mwenesi Musalia welcome to my show you know i wish i had this energy as well but <laughs> we'll, we'll pick up the energy thank you so much Rina for having me yeah it's such yeah. an honor an honor 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 and i think the biggest honor for me is the fact that you have said yes to telling the full story and to just being truthful about being right. an entrepreneur and being in business because you know like I said to you when I made when I mentioned to you what I've, I'm trying to do yeah. is a lot of young people just look at entrepreneurs and read about entrepreneurship from social media mm-hmm. or from the press and from media generally and they think ah this thing is just so glorified yeah. I don't want to work for anybody it's glamorous you it's press a button and things will work yeah and it's quite the opposite so before we get there I wanted to just talk to you and have you Tell us your story. You okay. know, who's Moenesi? Where did Moenesi grow up? Yeah, so let's start okay. there. Okay, cool. Um, so I'm, I'm the firstborn of three. Okay. I, go, um, I have a younger brother and a younger sister. And I, we grew up in Nairobi. We were, you know, we, we weren't poor, but we weren't, we weren't wealthy. We were right bang in the middle. Yeah. Um, I, my parents, uh, my mom is, uh, she grew up, for, for lack of a better word, in the hood. Um, uh, in Riruta near Kaungware okay. that side and my father uh, from from western Kenya and uh, you know they grew up in Nairobi they lived in Nairobi I I grew up in Nairobi uh, we moved from different different places and then we finally ended up uh, in uh, Kilimani I think that's the most early that's the earliest rec- recollection that I have okay. uh, when I was around uh, maybe 10 10 11 years old and uh growing up we were we were we were comfortable mm-hmm. um i managed to get uh, a, a decent education i went to st christopher's in fact i i, I schooled there my whole life uh till uh my parents got some opportunities overseas and then we were able to travel to uh, johannesburg well we traveled to a, a bunch of different countries but ended up in johannesburg in the in the late 90s early 2000 oh so you lived there for a while lived there for nine years mm. lived in joburg for nine years but then yeah because of my parents work they were always moving around so wherever they moved especially my mom i we, we managed to get a, quite a bit of exposure okay. um, but for me joburg is where i spent most of my of my formative years when i was a you know teenager i think i was about 14 or 15 when we moved okay. there and then i left joburg when i was 26 okay. so that time um you know where you come into in, come into your own is where i think um i i, I really uh, grew up uh, i had to take care of my brother and my sister because my parents were always traveling and yeah. moving around uh, my dad's a lawyer my mm-hmm. mom is a research uh, scientist and um you know the the one thing that they encouraged me to do a lot was uh, read 
and not be mediocre. Okay. In fact, one of the things that my mother always tells me is, um, I don't care what you do, I don't care if you become a street sweeper or whatever, but if you are given the job of sweeping this street section, right. um, don't just be comfortable with that. Tomorrow I want to come and find that now you're in charge of the block. Wow. Tomorrow I want you to be now in charge of, you know, whatever. So continually growing. Continually, yeah, you have to keep it moving. Mm. And, um, and, and that, that was drilled into me from a very early age. Um, and what did love, your mom do? Uh, so she, see, you know, she, wow, she, she was a, a research scientist. She worked with, uh, with one of the big research uh, parastatals in Kenya for over 15 years. Mm. But I remember very, like in the 1991, 92, she got her PhD um, um, uh, just, just about the same time that my brother was born. Okay. Um, and, and that... Okay. So you were already born. How, what's the age difference? Between me and my brother, yeah. about seven years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So by, I was like eight, seven, eight, or, or maybe maybe nine. Um, and I saw her, and, I, and we went to, we were in London, because she, she graduated in London, and we went to London to watch her um, graduate with my dad. And, um, you know, that, that really hit, hit me. I was like, you know, I didn't know what a PhD was at that time. Yeah. But, you know, to see my mother, uh, a woman who grew up, you know, in very, you know, um, challenging circumstances to now be in this stage and be recognized and now there are all these people, WHO and everyone is, 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 is giving her opportunities. Um, she got to travel, she got to do a bunch of things and, and, and my father as well, yeah. um, who, you know, most kids would uh, grow up playing with toys. Yeah, I'm not, not to say that I didn't play with toys and watch cartoons, mm. but like my room had encyclopedias when I was three. So I grew up reading um, wow. very early and, and that culture of, of amassing knowledge um, was something that both my parents uh, encountered. That's amazing. So do you have yeah. a PhD? No, I do not. I have a master's though in, okay. in mergers and acquisitions. And, uh, I'm in a mergers and acquisitions? I'm a, I'm a commercial, like you're a lawyer. I am a commercial lawyer. Okay. So, so M&A so was my... Was my, was my uh, Specialization? Yes. Uh, I went to uh, Wits University okay. in Joburg. Yeah. Uh, did law. I wanted to do a BCom, uh, but uh, my mathematics is <laughs> I have to whisper that I'm not. I'm not a numbers person at all. My parents were like they. Try, I think they even prayed for me. They were like, just, just try, yeah. try and get. To, but I said no. I do like reading, so I figured, okay, between okay. Yeah. BCom and whatever. The funny thing is, though, when I started doing my law degree, um, that was the first experience that I got with. Uh, someone who came to to recruit me to recruit me to say, do you want to earn a bit of extra money? I know you're a poor student. Here's a job. Go stand in front of a uh, of a freezer in a supermarket and promote ice cream. Uh, and I'll give you at that time I think it was like fifty rand an hour. Um, that's not bad. That's five hundred shillings. Yeah. And I mean that's like and as a student. As a student in in like the year two thousand two thousand one. That's. that's that's fantastic. Yeah. I thought that was the best thing ever. You're giving me money to go and give out free ice cream? That's, that's, that's glorious. Okay. Yeah. Then, I, then when I started earning that money and I was like, what, 16? I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to do this law thing anymore. So, sorry. Dad. You're not going to do this law thing? So you didn't graduate? I did. No, I did. I did, but okay. I, I, I knew I was not going to practice. I wanted to go into marketing. I, I couldn't believe that they were going to give me money <laughs> to give other people stuff. No, I get it. That's amazing. Yeah. That was the greatest thing ever. Um, so I, I now started like doing that, getting my, my friends involved. And before I knew it, I was a supervisor, then a manager, then a, a director of the, of the company. Then no I started my way. own company. Yeah. So that entrepreneurial thing started, uh, you know, when, once you taste a bit of money, then it's beautiful. And it's great because my parents, uh, I guess maybe because of circumstances yeah. and just the way they were, uh, they, they, they were very, it's, it's not because they couldn't, but they said, 
if you if you can take care of yourself, um, that's better for you, not necessarily for us. So things like that most kids would be getting at my age, like allowances and this and that. Um, I was given food, shelter, and clothing, and you know, an emergency fund in case that's things happen. That's very interesting. I yeah. I'll be speaking somewhere about raising children. Sure. And one of the questions that they've asked me is, how much is enough for an allowance for a child? I'm like, why do we even need to give the allowance? That's right. Because once you start giving the allowance, then that hunger and drive to find a way or a source of generating income completely disappears. 100%. In fact, uh, when, 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 when we were in Joburg, and it was my, my brother and my sister and myself, um, uh, we, we had... Cause where we grew up, we, we lived kind of like expats because of my mom's job and whatever. Okay. So a lot of the kids around us, they were, they were, these, they were well-to-do and they had cars and all of these things. And I was, you know, taking the bus and, and stuff like that. And, and, I, and, it, and it got to me and I was like, you know, I want a car as well. Yeah. Um, so so my, my mom was like, okay, cool, um, earn it. You go work. And buy your car. Buy your car. Um, and, uh, and how did that make you feel? I was like, okay, that's, that's a bit rough, but all right, fine, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. Then after a lot of negotiating and haggling, she's like, okay, fine, I'll meet you halfway. Okay. I'll front you some of the money for it. And then you now are responsible for all the transport for this house. That means picking and dropping your brother and sister every single oh, day. Oh, wow. Yes, because yeah, I'm not going to get a driver. You're the driver now. And picking and dropping me when I need to be dropped. And uh, you are now the messenger. How and old were you? I was. I just turned eighteen. Okay. I just turned eighteen. So now, I, but in, in Joburg, you can get a license when you're sixteen. Okay. So in that time, uh, I, I now I put a bit of money and now fuel and everything and maintenance and service that was on me. Um, and and that's the thing. I think I think that in hindsight, mm -hmm. I think it really taught me to be responsible. Even when I was younger, I remember my, my dad was. We, we I, I had to attend things like scouts. You know. Mm -hmm. um, President's Awards, mm -hmm. things like that, just to have this sense of you are, you don't be a follower, don't just acquiesce to the crowd. You have mm -hmm. to um, learn to stand on your own, have to figure things out by yourself, get knocked, not get knocked about a bit, a bit, a bit yeah. yeah, it's very important. I think nowadays, um, and I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, actually a client who's become a friend, and we were talking about kids. And these days, maybe our generation, we want to give our kids everything. I mean, it's natural. You know, you see your kid, you want to provide, you want to make them better than you were. But you inherently end up not just spoiling them, but not giving them a sense of, you know, identity and, and strength. So, so yeah, I, you know, I, I, that was the... Your upbringing. That was my upbringing. Yeah. We had to figure a lot of things out on our own. And what is amazing is that you are only 35. Yeah. Like, I found out when is 35 and I'm like, how? Like, how? Why, how old, Kony, how old did you think? <laughs> like 42, <laughs> no. you know? Just the amount of stuff that you've been able to achieve, which I want us to just talk about sure. on the next video. So please don't go anywhere. Make sure you subscribe. This is All Access and you are watching Rina and Mwenesi having this conversation on his journey on entrepreneurship. God bless. Bye.